0: We have a returning guest today, one of my very, very favorites, and I know y'all can't see her smile, but truly, her smile is priceless. It really, really is. So with us today, again, is Elise Falzone, and she's going to talk to us more about healing crystals today, specifically about which crystals might aid or relieve some symptoms that you're experiencing on your grief journey. So welcome back, Elise.
1: Thank you so much, Kathy. It's so wonderful to be here again and receive the gift of your smile too. (laughs) Uh,
0: Thank you so much. Before we get started on our topic, would you just kind of refresh for our listeners a little bit of your background?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Grew up as a gymnast and dancer, always been very connected to my body. I've had a ton of health issues growing up, which catapulted me into the realm of healing and really digging into the power of healing ourselves and um, have always kind of had that sixth sense and that intuition and through my own trials and tribulations have really landed in a space to be of service specifically to women. I typically cater to women, um, but, but all are welcome. <laughs> um, and in that space, really just providing providing a container for people to heal, to grieve, to move through sacred rage, to get to know who they are and get to know their intuition and really develop these beautiful spiritual gifts that we are all born with and destined to to give and offer to the planet.
0: Well, that's great. And I'm just so delighted to have you back again. And this topic... We wanted to kind of get into the specifics. And I always try to be very careful. I would never want to say we're going to talk about crystals to heal grief because that's not the way it works. The crystals are going to perhaps help relieve some of the symptoms, maybe help you get in a little better space emotionally, mentally, and physically so that you can heal from grief, you yourself are the ones really you're the ones that are going to heal yourself from grief but there are some crystals that will definitely help you along the way so what would the first one be elise that you would recommend
1: one of the first crystals that i i love to work with you know i've experienced a, a lot of grief and even this sheriff had a, a pretty grief stricken year rose quartz rose quartz is a really beautiful stone it is a stone that is pretty common. Even if you are not someone who is a crystal connoisseur, you may have heard of rose quartz. It's a pretty common one. It might be in um, stores or people's houses that you walk into, you know, it, it is a very common crystal. It's a very light pink. Sometimes it can be a darker pink, but typically a light pink crystal. And rose quartz, I would say specifically would be for those of you who may be grieving a loved one. Rose Quartz represents love in all its forms, relationship love, self love. There's just this like pouring out like a waterfall of love that comes from the energy and frequency of a Rose Quartz. So for those of you, like I said, who are grieving a loved one and and really moving through the pain of that, and wanting to feel that love rose quartz holding it to your chest holding the stones in your hands you know that heart space is such a precious and tender space during grief Um, you could even if you wanted to buy a bigger chunk of rose quartz you could place that rose quartz somewhere in your bedroom if it was a spouse Um, possibly, you know, in like the living room or playroom, if it was a child or or someone else in your family that was close to you in that way.
0: I have a piece of rose quartz and I I just love the, I love the color of it. Mm -hmm. The color itself kind of makes me just feel better. And it's been interesting to me. I'm kind of new to the whole arena of crystals for healing and everything but I'll have to quote my own daughter Stephanie who just said but they're just so pretty and they are pretty now does the size of the stone matter a lot
1: it is such a great question you know you could say yes and you could say no the reality is the bigger the stone it's going to put out a bigger auric field so each of us has you know like we have this emanating energy some people have the ability to see but you know we have this emanating energy from our bodies and so if you have a smaller stone that that emanating energy is going to be smaller if you have a larger stone that emanating energy is going to be larger so good bad or otherwise small stones are great i mean for probably a good five years i just had really small tumbled stones that i could hold in my hand the smooth stones that you can go into a metaphysical or crystal shop and pick up for a dollar to 8 bucks a piece and they're real simple. But as my love and my teaching now of crystals has grown, you know, the bigger the crystals I get. And so, um, you know, I would say just don't don't be hard on yourself if the small stones is what you're working with, they will work 100%.
0: All right, and and I say that because I kind of wanted to bring up the issue of money. So many treatments that are out there, so many modalities get very, very expensive, and that can get very exhausting for people as well, thinking, oh, my gosh, I have to spend more and more money. But there are a lot of small stones. The big advantage to the small stones for me is, like you said, you can carry them with you. You can have them in your wallet. You can put them in your pocket. You can have them made into or you can purchase a bracelet or a necklace with smaller stones and have those and that energy that they, they exude you can have that with you constantly a larger stone you're not going to carry around exactly so it does have it does have bigger energy but chances are it's going to be in a different environment so it needs that bigger energy yeah you can go to a gem show you can go to a gem shop or something and really for just a little bit of money you can get yourself enough stones to just kind of get started absolutely you try it out okay other than the rose quartz now what would your next suggestion be?
1: There's a stone called Rhodonite, kind of a funny name. Um, It has a mixture of black and kind of like a mauve pink. And sometimes, you know, it it depends on where it's mined and how it's mined and if it's polished or if it's rough and all of that stuff. Um, It may be more of the mauve pink or you may have more black, the one that Cassie is looking at right now, as we speak, it has more black on it, but rhodonite is a heart stone. So while rose quartz is one that represents love, rhodonite really is heart healing. So as we know, when we are grieving, sometimes we, we feel that heartache, we feel that heart hurting. And so I would say rhodonite is a beautiful stone to the visual that I'm getting right now is like blowing air into the heart, like filling our heart up with something more than just grief, giving ourselves a heart pick me up, so to speak. That's how I would personally use the rhodonite. And again, you can hold it, you can put it on a chain or a bracelet. Like you just said, um, there's a lot of different ways that you can use it. But that heartache, the rhodonite is going to help you to remain open in your heart because we can close down and opening that um, heart with that safe comfort of the energy of the rhodonite is really precious.
0: And what happens if you combine stones? What happens if in your hand you're holding a piece of rose quartz and a piece of rhodonite?
1: Yeah, um, that's really beautiful. If it feels good, do it. If it feels off, don't do it. This is a place to truly trust your intuition. Um, For you, Kathy, those two may go really well together, but I may not be feeling like those are going well together for me. We all have our own energy makeup and our own stories. And so if it feels good, absolutely do it they love to be buddies they love to pair up and work together um but i think um you know the other day i have i have two like bigger crystals and i was trying to put them together on one um like vanity over here and they did they were it was like opposing energy and i'm very sensitive to that so you may or may not feel that but i could feel like the opposing energy and i was like okay i'll put them on separate sides of the room they did not want to work together But if it feels harmonious for you and it feels comforting, please work with them together.
0: Yeah, now I admit I'm not to the stage where I don't know that I could really tell that they're working together or not. But what I can tell is by looking at them, just that sense of looking at them, whether or not I like the look so I have to kind of go with that and let that for right now be my guide to whether they're working or not if they don't make me happy then they're probably not working exactly in in my naive mind but um yeah so all right another stone now I have heard of the name and I actually have two of them And perhaps it's because of the history, the story behind them, that these are very special to me. And these are, of course, the Apache Tear. How about those?
1: Oh, it's a powerful stone. You can just feel the history and reverence, and yeah, it it feels like living history when I hold an Apache Tear. They're a very powerful stone. Um, The story, as you alluded to. it's an American Indian tribe that were pinned up against, you know, their opponents in battle. And instead of dying in battle, they decided to be, I guess, more heroic and jump off the cliffs instead of being killed. So they took their own lives. They jumped off the cliffs. And the story is that the women and the children cried and cried and cried and cried. And that those tears became stones. And so it truly is a stone for grief. It truly is a stone to connect to the greater story of grief, a stone. And I'm like, have full body chills. Just talking about it, a stone that really pulls you into prayer, into meditation, a stone that allows space for you to reflect, to honor, I, I don't, this, there's not even really words to me right. for Apache right. tears, but they're very powerful stones.
0: Yeah, yeah, for me, I, and I know you've probably felt this too, and I'll bet every single one of our listeners has felt that, gosh, you just really need to cry. You, you've got so, many, so much emotion built up in you you need to release it. And the best way to release it is cry. But sometimes you just can't quite make yourself cry. It's not always that easy. Well, I have a favorite uh, contemporary poet that I've recently discovered, John Rodell. He was a guest on our podcast. He has written some beautiful, beautiful poetry about grief. And I will take his book and I will take the Apache tear that I have and I will sit and I will read and every single time, it will bring me to tears and give me exactly that release I need. That for me is my personal story of Apache tears.
1: That is so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I'm so grateful to have heard that. I love love that.
0: They're, They're not necessarily in the category of what I would call pretty stones, but They have so much history in them. And to just kind of partner myself, if you will, with the grief that those indigenous people have felt is just overwhelming. And every time I need that release, that's my go-to.
1: It is overwhelming. That's a really, really good word for it. And, um, yeah, it's like it kind of looks like lava rock, you know. Um. But when you hold them, you will feel it. I don't care if it's your first time with crystals or your millionth time with crystals. You will feel the power and the presence of the elders and the ancestors and and just so much support. Wow. Yeah. So cool.
0: Yeah. And and just in the category of expense again, you know, the, the two stones I have both fit in the palm of my hand. They're not huge. You know, they were each less than $10. They were not that expensive. You can spend hundreds of dollars looking for other treatments, and here are these very two genuine stones that, you know, some people probably wouldn't even pick up because they're not pretty crystals. But, boy, they hold so much power in them. They really do. What what else have you got?
1: i got some others let's go with moonstone moonstone is a really beautiful stone um, especially for mothers or for women who may have gone through hysterectomies um, it, it's really that that uh sacral energy of womb feminine power feminine energy um there's two types of moonstones there's a regular moonstone which is kind of pearly looking almost it's, it's this kind of like peachy pearly color. And then there's a black moonstone. Both are beautiful. Both are, are, are equally powerful. Just notice what you're more called to. I would say typically in stores, you're going to find the regular moonstone. Black moonstone is a little bit um, more like uncommon. But they're a very soothing stone. They're a very feminine stone. It's a stone of comfort, of nurturing. When you want to feel that mother energy, this is a, a beautiful stone to work with as well. I want to think if there's anything else about moonstone. Um, this stone, I would say, would, uh, is also a stone that can help open that emotional flow that water energy is is present in the Moonstone, right? The moon moves the ocean. So we've got that emotional pull happening with the energy of the Moonstone.
0: Nice, nice. I don't have any Moonstone, but it's on my list. I have a pretty long list um, (laughs) uh, of crystals I want. Now, uh, there's one, I think, lipidolite. That always comes to mind. Is that on your list? It's on my list,
1: right here. Lepidolite. It's a purple and white stone. Again, it can be more purple or more white depending on where it's where it's at. Um, I personally love my palm stones, which I think we talked about in the first episode that we recorded. That the palm stones are those smooth, kind of egg-like uh, stone, like um, like river stone sort of shape that can just fit right in your hands. I really recommend getting a Lepidolite that can go in each hand, no matter how small or how big you decide. But having them balanced on in both hands, I think is a really beautiful way to balance your nervous system. But also um, lapidolite helps to soothe anxious, not ancient. Ancient, I can't say it. Helps to soothe anxious energy so that jittery like what's happening the discomfort like not being able to hold still there is a natural deriving um chemical that comes out of this stone which is lithium which is in a lot of the anxiety medications so you can naturally receive it obviously you're not eating it or ingesting it but you are receiving that energy imprint of the lithium I love Lepidolite. Lepidolite is such a beautiful stone for so many different reasons, especially with grief when we just can't sit still.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that, that feeling of it, it, anxiety and panic are almost the same to me. Yes. It's that real jittery feeling that you just, and sometimes it's just that, oh, what else is going to happen? You're waiting for that other shoe to drop, and the Lepidolite will help in that. Correct.
1: The lapidolite pl- can help that. It can help, um, you know, when you start to go to sleep and your mind starts to race, and you can't get those thoughts or that loop out of your brain. Um, the lapidolite can definitely help with that. It's a beautiful stone for you to sleep with because it can help calm. Um, you know, maybe you're having to revisit conversations or meet with people that. That maybe had to do with whatever the traumatic event or experience was and inside of that you know use lapidolite to calm yourself before revisiting those photos or before revisiting the conversations or the traumatic event um yeah you can do it while you're watching tv while you're reading a book You know, even sometimes I've even held it while like, you know, mixing something up in a bowl for dinner, (laughs) you know, with the other hand. Um, We actually have a a large lapidolite in our bedroom and in the kids' bedroom so that it is a calmer, right? Because the bedroom is meant for my kids to sleep, not to play around. (laughs) And my kids, I got little kids. So it's like, I want to hold that intention. We have a, a rose quartz chunk and a lapidolite chunk in there and just knowing that both of them are, are soothing them for sleep.
0: Right. Right. That's a great idea. In fact, yeah, I've never thought about holding one of my hands when I cook and, <laughs> but I don't cook as much anymore. So that, that may be why as well. Um, what about a stone that might help someone who just really wants to connect with the loved one that's gone. Is there anything that might help in that angel aspect? light?
1: Angel light. It's a beautiful blue Robin Stone. And um it is a beautiful connector to the other side, to the other realms, to your angels, to your guides, for those of you who, you know, tune into that. And if you don't, that's okay. But your loved ones who've crossed over, that angel light will will support. Also a clear quartz. Just a regular clear see through crystal that will also help. You know, um, I have taught my kids, they're so curious about the crystals, which is so fun. But, um, you know, the clear quartz to them is they don't usually say clear quartz, they'll say that's the amplifier cr- crystal. And so I call it the amplifier. If you use a clear quartz in conjunction with in combination with any of the other stones, it really does amplify because it's that just like direct connection to the heavens. And so it is pure, it is clear, and it is that vessel, so to speak. So that's also just a beautiful, very easy, beautiful, simple stone that you can use is that clear quartz crystal. Okay. All
0: right. Okay. Um, and then here's a question that i just thought of as we're talking so many times we think of women being the ones listening to the podcast women you know trying to find something to deal with their symptoms are there any crystals that are more to the masculine side yeah
1: i would say malachite malachite um I don't have it right here with me or I would show you. And I know the listeners are listening, not, not viewing, but you know, it's like bringing in the visual malachite is a beautiful green, like dark green stone. It's super cool. It's got these cool little like circular nodule shapes and designs inside of it. It's a very cool crystal. You can use it for multiple reasons. Really lots of crystals have multiple, experiences where the moonstone was the more feminine stone the malachite is going to be the more masculine stone we all have masculine and feminine energy within us but the the malachite this beautiful green stone is it's a heart stone also cuz the color green is our heart chakra so it is a um, it's a stone, stone of strength it's a stone of abundance it's a stone of yeah they're just saying strength again like it's just it's a so, stone of strength and so while i would actually recommend moonstone for the men to open their emotions malachite is a stone that can help them continue to feel stable and and women we can use malachite too when we're feeling unstable in our grief and that like wobbly foundation the malachite is going to bring in more structure it is a very structured stone an energy stone of structure
0: so s- strength and stabilization yeah maybe sounds like good idea okay what am what am i missing what else we got
1: um i like to bring in amethyst amethyst is really the kind of last stone that i have on the list um there's plenty more that you can talk about here but amethyst is another stone that's a pretty common stone that people know it's a purple stone again you can come in all shapes and sizes however you like it tumbled or raw and the amethyst is a very spiritual stone it's it is a stone also that connects you spiritually so i would say amethyst could be another stone when you just want to connect you you want to um in grief it's hard sometimes to see the bigger picture and when you feel stuck in the smallness of the grief and you just wanna breathe and create more space around you and remember that there's life happening around you. Amethyst is a really beautiful stone for that. It will help your soul come back into alignment. It will help you remember whatever it is that you believe in, God, universe, or whatever that is for you. It can help you come back to the bigger picture.
0: Nice. And amethyst is probably one of the prettiest stones there are. So many people are probably more familiar with it as a birthstone in a ring or something. But I particularly love it in its raw form. I just find it, it's, it's like breaking open a geode and having yes. this beautiful, beautiful collection of amethyst there with all its points and, and everything like that. I just love that. Uh, okay. Now, very quickly, because as always, we run out of time so fast when you and I We talk have
1: so much fun together. <laughs> I,
0: I know it is. It, it's a great combination. Is there a difference in the, in the shape of the stone that somebody, you know, if they say, okay, I want to go find a piece of rodentite or I want to go find an angelite because I want to connect, should they look for a particular shape?
1: That's a really great question. Um, I would say for grief specifically, um, heart-shaped stones are really beautiful and really precious. Um, they are going to exude that oh feeling, you know, that comfort that we're seeking through grief. Um, we probably could do a whole podcast on shapes because there are so many different shapes and there are different meanings. You know, if it's pointed, it's, it's directing energy. If it's rounded like a sphere, it's, it's very harmonious energy. Um, I think what I would encourage is when you go into a shop and you can certainly order stones online, but I would always recommend go in, touch them, feel them, you know, just look up your local stores and pick up a few and see which one feels better in your hand. Maybe you want a pointed one that might feel really powerful for you. Maybe you want one. That's just like super like amoeba shaped because it just feels fluid. The palm stones are great. Um, You know, necklaces a lot of times will come with like a little point. Sometimes they will be hearts or ovals. I would really just say trust your own intuition and your own judgment, what feels good when you're holding it, what feels good when you're in the presence of it.
0: Okay, so it's not a shape you have to acclimate yourself to. It's whichever one makes you feel better, makes you feel happy, makes you smile when you look at that stone. Um, it, you know, for our listeners out there, this, crystals for me is something very, very new, but It's become very exciting to me, and I I will say, and I'm going to put in this little plug, Elise has a wonderful course, very affordable, and she's given us a great discount for listeners of the podcast that will just take you through from the very beginning to why crystals are even important to us, and it was a connection I never made. You know, here I'm thinking of all of these, there's all these treatments out there again and, and all of these solutions, but... Crystals are part of the earth. They're, they've been there all along. And they're very natural, very organic. So, why wouldn't it be worth checking them out? So, consider going to her website, looking for her crystals course. It has helped me immensely. And this is a newfound passion for me. Uh, and I'm just enjoying it thoroughly. And other people, even when they walk into my room, they say, Oh, those are pretty. Yeah. Yeah. If for nothing else people you have some beautiful beautiful pieces that look really nice on your shelves if they do nothing else for you and very very affordable I've got I think almost every color in the rainbow now and I have I have my favorites I have ones that make me happy and I have my go-to ones that I will take off the little display stand and put them in my hand and sit down with them and just all right I talk to them I really do. And I think they talk back to me. So I just I just had to put that in there. But now, Elise, I'm going to turn the microphone over to you so that you can tell our listeners what you can offer them in the way of services, resources, etc. Um, so this is your journey. Thank
1: you so much. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, underscore, awaken your soul. Um, you can message me there if you want, ask questions. You know, I think Kathy and I are in talks of a a third episode to, to be with. And so if you have questions, like, you know, let's talk about it. Um, my website, elisefalzone.com. You can find the crystal course on there and some other beautiful, fun things and, you know, healing sessions and all of that fun stuff. Um, and all the listeners get Fifty percent off of the crystals course, which is super cool. Podcast fifty, and uh, is the code at checkout. Um, I don't know. There's so many beautiful things. We've got live events and retreats and all kinds of beautiful things. Um, depending on how much you want to just dip your toe or take a full dive into this realm with me, it's. I'm here for you.
0: Thank you, and as always, that information will be in our episode notes. The podcast 50, you can't pass this up. Uh, To get 50% off anything these days is amazing. But the course is really good because you can do it at your own pace. it's all pre-recorded you can do it at your own pace it's just you and the video learning from it and she always invites you to ask questions she does respond she does answer them too i will say that and yes we are indeed planning a third episode because i want you all to hear elise's story and that's going to be the very next time we all chat together so in the meantime listeners it has come to that point where we have to say so long See ya, well, hear ya next week. But remember to take care of yourselves. And I am now a true believer in, if you wanna consider crystals, consider them. Be careful where you get your information. Start with Elisa's website and go from there. Uh, Be careful with any type of treatment modality you decide to pursue. Make sure that you can trust your resource. So with all that, again, reminder for self-care, I will just say we'll catch you next week as we all continue to live and grieve. Thank you so much for listening with us today. Do you have a topic that you'd like us to cover or do you have a question from one of our episodes? Please email us at info at com and let us know. We hope you will find a moment to leave a review, send an email, and share with others. Join us next time as we continue to live and grieve together.